Hello everybody, Jen here. Episode 14 is a continuation of our themes discussion from episode 13, so I wanted to give you guys that context because we jumped kind of right into the middle of the conversation for this episode. So thank you everybody and I hope you enjoy. like on wonder twins power like how the wonder like one of the wonder twins turns into a form of water i could turn into a form of sky i know i'd be like i would turn into log of ruin 16 and just be consumed by ron swan do me a favor when you do turn into scotch will you please go and find dr abby's hands and fucking sterilize the shit out of them jesus fucking christ okay so talking about dr abby and her role as a doctor Let's move on to your hey. thing. Transition. High five that transition. Was that was a seamless fucking transition, guys. That was really good. Um, so let's get into Joe's theme, which is talking about subverting typical uh, gender roles, which I, I I find this one really fascinating, really interesting, and more so probably than my own theme. <laughs> so let's start talking about the what, bitch? Yeah, I know. Um, but I think this is a good theme for you to tackle, Joe, because you're a woman. Uh-huh. Oh, there was, there was nothing beyond that. <laughs> that was your qualification. So, Joe, why did you pick this theme? Um, well, uh, because I didn't know what the theme was going to be. And so Capital Chick on Reddit <laughs> told me to do this as a theme. And um, so I did. All right. So, so, so I, need, I think I need to, to point this out that... I didn't do my homework? <sighs> on Slack? That I, got, on Slack? that I got mom to do my you homework? You baked... So on Slack, you begged for somebody to help you with your homework. You basically cheated. You cheated, basically. Uh, and I was I there to, to witness it. when you're an adult. Like, I don't think that outside of school, it's cheating. It's unless there's like specific rules against it. So it's just abject laziness. It. Huh? It's abject laziness. That's what you're telling me. It's you. I'm working smart, not working hard. God damn it. That's my thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so anyway, so, to like talk so about tell this. us about this. I will, I will tell you about this. Um, so, it, firstly, I, in getting into this whole theme, I, I wanted to start out with a riddle. Um, and it's an old riddle. Oh, shit. Shit, is this like a Sphinxian riddle that I'm going to, like, sit here and think I'm smart enough to figure this out but too drunk to actually know the answer? Eh, I don't, I, you know, I can't. Let's find out. Um, Hit us up. Okay. So, a father and son are in a horrible car crash that kills the dad. The son is rushed to the hospital, and just as he's about to go under the knife, the surgeon says, I can't operate. That boy is my son. Explain. It's the, the, the woman is the doctor. The mother is the doctor. is the woman. This. I came up with it first. I'm smarter. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> High five. So, like, congratulations. Um, <laughs> Apparently, like, I have a hard time seeing that this riddle is even a riddle. Like, how is it not difficult to figure out? Um, but apparently uh-huh. it is. And so that's why I wanted to sort of start out with this is that it's it, it, it goes back to sort of, you know, your old sort of sexism stereotypes of, well, so, why would a doctor be a woman? Yeah, to be fair, I, I heard this before. Oh. So. oh, so you didn't just figure it out. I figured it out. You know why? No, I'm you woke. Didn't. I'm woke, boys. I'm woke. Are you? I, I feel I feel so weird using that term. Hey, you should. Um, you should. It's don't ever say it again. But but do, no, I, I seriously though 
it feels weird to say this because it's a fucking show on the CW mm-hmm. and it's this dysfunctional, crazy fandom. Mm-hmm. But I was never really all that into all of this shit in uh, like representation and feminism and like really thinking deeply about it and like, you know, racial stuff until I dove deep into this fandom and into And you the, got woke? This... Did you just stomp your foot? No, that was me dropping my arms on the table out of frustration. <laughs> I, like I, like I, like I said, I feel stupid saying this, but I feel like this show and exploring it deeper and getting involved with the fandom and reading all the shit about it and ex- and exposing myself more about into criticism of media and representation and all that stuff, it's made me. A better person. Oh. Right? Oh. Because remember, Joe, when we talked about my review of 3.7? Three, yep. You know, uh, you were disappointed in me. I was. I was disappointed because... in a random internet stranger who posts on Reddit with gifts. <laughs> Many a fucking sleepless night. At least one sleepless minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Immersing myself in the show and then the meta commentary about it and the, the, the folks that criticize it um, and listening to folks who are like had a differing viewpoint and differing life experiences has made me cons- like open up my, my little insular white woman world into what do gays think about and not just my gay brother. But what do Did you call him that about? night? You're like, what do you think about Lexa? And he's like, who the fuck is Lexa? Yeah, no, uh, that week was a really bad week for my family, so I wasn't <laughs> talking. Wasn't about. talking about Lexa. No, we had we had a death in the family, so and it wasn't even somebody we related to. Um, mm. But it, it, I didn't like 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 my viewpoint is I'm the sister of a gay man, so his. His concerns are my concerns, but your concerns, Joe, are not my concerns because I had no, I hate to say this, I had no lesbian friends before you. Wow, really? Is that weird? Well, it's weird, like, the gay community, like, Joe doesn't associate with any lesbians. There seems to be, like, there's, this There's weird a big divide. divide. There's, there's definitely a, yeah, a, there's a gay man, gay woman divide, for sure. And then there are even divides within that, so there's divides that treat bisexuals weird there's divides that that treat transgenders weird so so i am your lesbian friend you are my token lesbian friend enjoy that um and shaheen is my my token uh iranian friend is that a tokenism that shaheen how do you feel about that shaheen uh i have zero feelings about that (laughs) notice that he didn't say you are my ginger white friend no Nothing. Just, it's a one-sided friendship. <laughs> Jen is totally that part. You're just like hugging a pet saying we're best friends. And the dog is like, I need to go now. I, yeah. Or, or like you're hugging a turtle and the turtle is just not. I didn't know about all those implications. You, you're, you just asked me, how do you feel about the fact that you're the only Iranian friend that Jen has? You're supposed to feel and special and like. I- Feel zero about that. So. <laughs> well, I mean, though, that, but guys, though, when you okay, so when you grow up in like when you grow up in like white suburbia, 
and you go to white suburbia high school, the, the two groups in my high school were white people and Filipinos. When I went to college, the, the people I hang out, hung out with were the people I went to high school with because I went to the University of Illinois and a lot of us went there. Who did I hang out with? I hung out with white people and Filipinos. I moved to Houston. I know nobody. Who do I, who do I find? I find uh, Vietnamese friends. I find black friends. I find white male friends. Uh, I find a, a lot of far more multiculturalism here when I have to go out and find people based on a different set of uh, cultural requirements. And I, I'm going to review, reveal my geekism here. I was huge into Magic the Gathering, a card game in college. And when I moved down here after college, I went to game stores. A white woman, not exactly the person who's most welcome in that society. And I gained friends that way. And 20 years to, you know, 20 years from, from back then in, in 19, what was 1994, I'm, friends with the same fucking people. On Thursday, I'll be going to Friendsgiving. Who's going to be there? My friend Zui, who I met 20 years ago. My friend Calvin, who I met 20 years ago. Alan, who I met 20 years ago. Scott, who I met 20 years ago. So I'm like, but I think unless you like move outside of your, I'm sorry, unless you move outside of your social circles, the people who look like you and think like you, you never get to experience somebody outside of your own existence. You never get to experience the other. And uh, for some reason, through this fucking crazy show and its fucking crazy-ass dysfunctional fandom, I found this little community of people who somehow were were semi-sane? Ish? Enthusiastic. But there's so many things that this show brings up that I never would have considered before. Uh, female roles on TV. Oh, we should be rejecting the romantic romantic interest of the male lead as as a an archetype or a trope. We should be rejecting the barrier gaze trope. We should be rejecting X, Y, and Z as what's always been done that reflects society as a whole. And that's what your theme is talking about, Joe. Is the subversion of these expectations that society. Uh, places in front of us. And I, th- I just think it's so weird that this teen CW show was the catalyst to me kind of discovering these things. And I, I, I got my first lesbian friend out of this. Oh. So there, there's that. Oh, and your first Iranian friend. Hug. My first Iranian friend. Like, we are the weirdest set of people to be talking about this show. I mean, we're but, not, but, we're not but, but teens are really though? 20s people. Like, I feel like, you know, age and experience and, you know, we definitely come at it with a different sort of perspective. But like, to your point of talking about really quickly, like how you said that the show subverts um, the idea of, you know, the the female and male, you know, romanticism and stuff. I'm not even going to talk about uh, Belark right now, like Bellamy and and Clark. I'm like, I'm actually going back to it just occurred to me with... um, with Abby and Jaha and and Kane, because when the show was initially set up, you know, it's the three of them, kind of these leaders working together uh, on the arc. And 
at no point really, even in the first season, did they sort of push the idea of Kane and Abby together, nor did they decide to try and set up another fucking love triangle. Like, uh-huh. it's fine that these three adults are friends and colleagues and have conflict and, you know, are male and female and all of them are heterosexual and that's okay. They don't... Did you find it Did you find it weird that they chose to do that with the adults but not the kids? Because obviously you've uh, got the, the fan Clark no, and Raven it, No, it, it, it makes sense because old people having sex is gross. And so for the... <laughs> For the like CW teen audience, they don't they don't give two fucks about a romantic relationship or entanglement between three you know grown ups with with gray look, hair. Look, me yeah. and Capital Chick are gonna make cabbie sex so awkward for everybody. I mean, it's already we're going, going be to rejoice in old people sex. Fuck all y'all. Get ready for the weird old nasty because it's a cult. Anyway, <laughs> that was my that's that's why I don't think that they did that. Like, I don't think it was necessarily even subverting. I think it was no one cares. And I also think that I, I don't know care so much. if the no if 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 them kind of squashing the love triangle with uh, Clark and Finn and Raven was also because it was like, hey, we're going to give you this thing. But JK, we're going to kind of turn it on its head. Um Wait, do you think they actually did turn it on its head, or did they realize halfway through that, like, there was no just... No fucking chemistry? N- no fucking chemistry, and Finn couldn't act his way out of a... Out of... I won't say it. I'm not going to be bad. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be I, mean. I don't know. Like, I don't know Rise the above. sort of production schedule. But either way, I'm glad that they changed it. Um, but, but moving oh. on from there, like, in terms of, like, Raven... I find her probably one of the most unique characters um, in terms of, of of subverting roles in that, you know, STEM education must have worked because she was first a mechanic and then, like, you know, through a twist of, of alley fate, she ends up also becoming, like, a crazy good programmer. Both of these things are very traditionally mm-hmm. male um, occupations. Again, though, to, to Shaheen's point... You would pick the best people for the job because you have limited people to work with and you've got limited resources. So, like, people, like, women who go into STEM um, uh, courses at college and feel that kind of sexism against them, it, it, it seems like there's no, room, there's no room for a lot of th- these traditional gender roles because of the the needs of society, they're like so stripped down of a lot of the shit, this edifice of bullshit, um, that you kind of have to go with the best folks. Penis or vagina doesn't take it into consideration. Notice I did not say dick; I said penis. You know, every time you fucking say, "Hey, congratulate me," I didn't say this thing. You still <laughs> say this thing. Um, in terms of, in terms of, uh, like leadership, which is something that we were talking about, like, I just kind of made a quick little list of, um, you know, the leaders that we have for women and men. And like, you know, we have Clark, we have Lexa, we have Anya, Abby, Indra, Naya, Antari, um, Diana, that was her name, right? The, the evil chick from Battlestar. Yeah. I put it in, in quotes. I, I noticed your, I noticed your, your shit on the run sheet. I'm like, 
Okay, you actually put that in there. I was like, wait, did I remember that? No, you did. Um, Uh, No, Shaheen and I remember that because Shaheen and I were like, we're woke to Diana. (laughs) Woke to being like, oh, she was on Battlestar. She's probably evil in this too. Um, But like, and and, and the ones who are young of that, like we'd say Clark, Lexa, um, and Antari, maybe Anya would be considered a young leader um, versus the guys Uh where you have Jaha Kane and Pike and Rowan and Tristan and Cage and Dante, who are all older um, leaders. Um, Bellamy, if you, if we're going to call him a leader, he's at least, we, we would consider him young. Um, but for the most part, like, the male leaders are all older and kind of do a terrible job. Like, they fuck shit up nonstop. And so... Um, and, then, and then if we're talking about, uh, you know, from leaders, if we have, if we talk about warriors... Um, Indra, Octavia, and Lexa are both like repeatedly presented as you know capable and and, and yeah. good fighters. And a- Anya too. Oh yeah, Anya and too. Anya. Let's not forget her. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. So Shaheen, counterpoint. Why do men suck so much? Go. Um. Sorry. What? <laughs> See, when I talked earlier off off podcast about us having a conversation and doing back and forth and stuff. This is where you jump in and say, well, men aren't bad leaders, blah, blah, blah. Are you even paying attention, Shaheen, or are you just masturbating right now? He's playing solitaire, or maybe Minesweeper. Well, Minesweeper's a good choice. I um, all I asked was what the question was. Why? Why are why are old? <laughs> I, why why, is, old men why do men suck so much? Why are why are yeah, the why, old men? I was being funny. bad leaders. But I, I mean, I, I feel like we need to interject. Uh, I think that's sexist and ages. <laughs> How <laughs> fucking PC police Shaheen over here? Oh, Shaheen, I'm I mean, sorry. So now someone talked about. Men's rights not to be stereotyped, and now that's PC. <laughs> Shaheen, we're taking the piss. I mean, we're we're, we're joking, uh, in case it wasn't wasn't obvious. But I, I'm I'm curious to like this. To me, the show is heavily skewed towards women in power and women presented as kind of the leads of this show. So, what is what is your opinion about that, Shaheen? Um, I never noticed, uh, if there was a difference in terms of like, are men better leaders or women? I was just happy that this wasn't an issue and that there were, that it wasn't stereotypical. Um, so but it was something I just that you noticed, watching. like you notice the degree of female leadership on the show. I definitely, yeah. I mean, I noticed the degree of, um, being non, uh, non-stereotypical and, and cliche um and, and that, definitely yeah. what, like it <clears throat> in contrast to other stuff like jen was saying like after you watch a show like the hundred um i've talked to people when i tell them like um why wasn't there any gay person on breaking bad um and they say well i don't know it's a show about uh gangs and drugs like what and i'm like well you just think so they they feel like it's not it may not fit and i'm like yeah you just you think that because you've never seen it um well that's the thing i mean 
it doesn't Breaking Bad does not hold up um, to the representation or the stereotype test, really. Right. Um, if you think about it, I mean, so, it's horribly yeah. stereotypical. Yeah. Uh, I, so I definitely noticed all of that. Um, at the same time, I'm I'm uh, one of those people who believe that um, the best attitude towards this kind of stuff is just to stop looking at it that way and stop categorizing people that way. So I don't think of myself as your Iranian friend. I think of myself <laughs> as your friend. But so, the, but the, the and thing I, is, I don't want you to think to think of me as the Iranian guy. I want you to think of me as the guy, the guy Shaheen. Well, but who sometimes drinks? Yeah. But, no, but but Shaheen, that's weird because you're actually making a an argument against representation. You're making an argument for just more of the same because you just want to be the the guy, the guy. <laughs> when I think it's important for for women and minorities and uh, 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 homosexuals to be represented as as parts of society as they are now. Um, so to me, it's like, oh, Shaheen, you just want to be the guy, but it's important to uh, uh, recognize and um not pay tribute to or honor or what I don't know I don't know what the term is but your differences based on your background and your your you know your your ethic ethnicity and all that stuff it brings something to the table right sure um it, so saying you just want to be the guy is like oh you're just another person with blank uh attributes right there's nothing. You I'm know, an individual um, whose attributes are ultimately the, the the package of attributes that they have is unique, but it's of course informed by the background and everything. But um, I don't I don't want to carry that identity around with me. I don't really. But but see, the it. thing is, though, Shaheen, I mean, we we bring a set of expectations or biases when we hear somebody is a woman or an Iranian or Muslim or gay or whatever that you or somebody else can can say, that's not true. That's a stereotype. That's bullshit. That's whatever. And just by, you know, interacting and being who you are, you broaden somebody else's experience and education with that that person so i think i think representation and being who you are and being proud of your background is important and this is me as random white lady well, says. so so jen like i because i, I well, appreciate I mean, it. it's okay if you allow it for all people but uh if when white people are proud of their background if that's considered racist then i think it should be symmetrical um, I know that people it's, argue that it shouldn't be symmetrical, but I'm sorry, I'm not convinced. I think that if one is racist, then the other is too. Well, see, there's a difference. White is not white is a color. White is just this blank thing. I'm Polish, German, and Czechoslovakian. I really know nothing about these ethnicities that inform who I am, aside from, hey, I used to eat duck blood soup 
as a kid. Mm. I used to eat kishka. Wait, for real? I know. It was... Oh, yeah, that shit's, dude. The Eastern Europeans, I, like, because I, you know, I have Eastern European. Don't eat it, people. guys. It's not. It's yeah. fucking gross. Don't do like, it. Grandma comes to visit. And she's like, I'm gonna make borscht. I was like, Why? As a child, like, yeah. I just want some like I chicken mean, noodles and stars. Like, why are you feeding me yeah, beet exactly. soup? Ugh. Well, I didn't. I didn't used to eat this stuff. Except it was always eaten at whenever somebody died. We'd go to some Polish restaurant and eat. Uh, you know, Chernina, which was the, the duck's blood soup, or, you know, just this, like, I don't know anything besides, like, kishka and klotchkis, klotchkis, um, and other things from Eastern uh, Europe. Um, but my ethnicity is, like, I, I think I'm American, I'm Caucasian, obviously, but I'm an American. Like, and now I'm, like, I'm a Chicagoan, and I'm a Houstonian. Well, that's... <laughs> I originate so from Chicago. So I think that, first of all, like a lot of most second generation, third generation people that I know of Asian, Indian descent, Middle Eastern, whatever, um, they seem to be like you. They don't yeah. really carry much of their ethnicity with them. Um, maybe they, some of them, some of them say, yeah, I can understand it if I hear it, but I can't speak it or write it or read it. Um, you know, or something like that. Um, and See, also and, and I think that is, there's, there's clearly a white culture. Um, well, and what, what, do, what I, is I, that to you, Shaheen? What, what does white culture mean to you? Uh, uh just white people culture. I don't know. <laughs> just, just fucking cracker shit. <laughs> Well, so, so, <laughs> so wait, no, 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 hold on. So to like both of your guys' point, like, so Shaheen just wants to be a guy and Jen, you give a shit about representation. I think that what yeah. we're seeing and what we get to talk about with the hundred in this is Shaheen, you want to be just a guy. Well, that's great. And it's nice when, and, and we're getting to a point where if you say, I want to cast just, a, just a guy. Just a guy doesn't have to mean white guy anymore. White and that's guy, what yeah. it used to be. It used to be every single character, unless they were specifically called out as as some sort of a minority, that was just a guy or just a girl was white, default white. And I still think yeah. that that is very yeah. true. Well, I think that um, people, the people who make movies, they want to make movies that people want to watch. And, and, and uh, what does that mean though, Shaheen? What does that mean? Does that mean appealing to the majority? Or is it just not um, rocking the boat well, because everyone is used to Does that to mean appealing to the people with, well, with buying it power? Means, it, it means that you will you have to look at the market and see what the market is like. So if there's a yeah. majority of people who demand, who would to be totally buying this movie, um, and there's no one satisfying that demand, then you would be making that you'd be making that that kind of movie, and you'd be making a lot of money. And then the next person comes in, the next competitor comes in, and they can try to compete with you for that same demand, or they can look at this minority of people and think, okay, these people might like this kind of movie, so I'm going to make but, my yeah. product 
there's this, an unserved, there's an unserved uh, market. No, but but that, for that's this, what you're yeah saying. for this niche yeah. in the market, and, and then you'd be also making a lot of money. Right, but you're, but you're saying there's that no niche white in the people market, don't want to see stories about people that don't look like them, whereas minorities have had to no, watch no, no, stories. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> all I'm just the time saying about people that don't look like them. Well, I'm just saying, like if ten years ago, twenty years ago, if you had uh, a lot of this these kinds of mixtures it just would have been artificial because that doesn't look like something that people know uh but now it's becoming more and more common so you're saying we're moving towards uh, just a guy being just a guy yeah it's just become i don't think like anyone huh. yeah I, I i genuinely believe that the vast majority of uh americans understand that um, there is nothing sort of inborn or genetic about people of other colors or races or whatever um, that makes that would make them behave differently or what or, or have them an attribute that every single one of them has um, yeah. they may not be able to articulate this but they understand that there's probably no generalization that applies to every single member of one group you um you would you would hope that you would hope that but there is a minority there is a very small minority of people who who don't believe that uh i think it's yeah. smaller than and, and they they they're empowered think. right now and they have a voice right now that they have uh, since the 60s maybe have really never had empowered before so i think i think shows like the hundred uh, i'm not and the sure way how they, much yeah uh, i'm not sure how yeah. Well, how much they how much power they have? Um, they don't feel ashamed. They're in the White House, dude. They're in the White House. They're a major advisor to the president. They're. Well, I, I don't think that all of the people attorney on, general. I, I mean, let's not downplay this, Shaheen, uh, because these pe there there is a pers pervasive uh, and implicit bigotry to a lot of people who fear losing power based on racial politics and nothing else. And it's, to it's, me, it's ridiculous. So if it's like such a small part of the population, like I believe it to be the people who are genuinely racist in, in the U S I uh -huh. believe them to be of the order of magnitude of like tens of thousands of people, maybe like 10,000, 20,000. I, 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 I Maybe Shaheen, 40, I hate people. I hate to be the white woman who says this to a person of, of color in this country, but I think you're being naive. Well, I think there's a lot of implicit racism, and I've noticed it in myself, Shaheen, no, as a white woman. I've implicit, noticed it in implicit myself, is and I'm a whole ashamed. Other story. Implicit race, yeah. I mean, implicit bias is a whole other story. Yeah, but it's um, like once you that's realize not even the implicit bias, at, you're like a whole. If you if 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 you're if you're brought up. I don't want to say, but if you're like, if it hurts you morally, this implicit bias and you become woke, I know that's a stupid term to use because I'm a 44 year old white woman and it's like, stop trying to be cool. one of the cool <laughs> kids, but it's like, it's, it's horrifying when you realize that there's some stuff that you never even considered that's part of your 
not belief system, but the structure of the world you grew up in, it's, it's like earth shattering. And some people, some people will like bury their heads and be like, oh, that's not me. That's not me. But that it, that you're more dangerous than the people who are racist, who are openly wearing the hoods. You're the folks that will not stand up for the people of color, the, the, the homosexuals, the folks that, that are underrepresented in this country because it's easier for you to just step back and say, ah, I'm fine. Are you talking but, about me? Yes, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about anyone of color. I'm talking about anyone who is non-Christian. I'm talking about anyone who is non-straight. We're at a point now in the United States of America where I fear for people who who are not like me. And I I, I I'm sorry. I left I left females out of that. We have somebody in <laughs> we have somebody as the president elect who has admitted to behavior that is sexual assault and he is, uh, he is accused by a dozen women of this behavior. So well, I'm like, we used to have a president I, I feel like I'm is... in a fantasy world. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like I should be in Zoolander right now, dude. Look, I mean, it's look, crazy. He, he was running, I'm sorry. He was running against a person who is married to a known sexual predator. Who is not just accused, but no. But she didn't know sexually molest. Yeah, he was not running for president. But so we, first of all, we have had a president before. Right. So who has so not, I'm not just I'm been not saying that that's our not choices a deal were great, Shahid. Like how I am not saying our choices were great, right? I mean, guys, our choices were not great. But to me, my mom and dad brought me up. <sighs> I just, I just, oh, guys, everything's terrible. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So let's talk. I don't even know what we're talking, we talking about. Are we talking about gender roles within you, the hundred? You accuse me so, of a bunch of so, stuff. I don't get to defend myself. No, no. What, what do you have to say? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with you, Shaheen, probably on a lot of these points about Hillary. I was not happy about voting for her, but I could not Morally, ethically, I would have to sell my soul to vote for Donald Trump because I was not brought up to value anything he values. He has no policies, folks. He has no policies. He was smoke and mirrors. He was slogans. He, he was, was he fucking taglines, guys. He was pie. So if, He's pie. Here's my question, yeah. though, Jen. Yeah. If it's so obvious, why is it that 47% of people didn't see it? How is that possible? Because, no, so so this is actually an interesting conversation. So uh, so I was talking with someone who had who had lunch with um, someone. Uh, uh, her friend was a white woman from, from the South who voted for Trump. And uh, this this friend said, you know, in their conversation was like, you know, I have friends who are afraid to drive, you know, across state lines to like, you know, visit family. Like I have friends who are afraid of this, you know, 
And, and this woman was just completely shocked. And I think what it is, is you have communities of people who, much to Jen's point, insular, insular communities. Yeah. And while you grew up hanging out with white people and Filipino people, some people only grow up hanging out with white people. Or some people never know a white. gay friend. Or, you know, yeah. some people never go visit a big city and see that there are people of every different, you know walks of life who seem to manage to like coexist together and so i think i think what you have but why why do you have to i i, I mean why do you have to assume that this is a racist no no thing? It's, it's not a racist thing no. well it's it's about it's about empathy shaheen i don't know i don't know 40 percent 40 percent of latinos in north carolina voted for trump he got north carolina in part because of latinos so so um, same, I don't, I don't, same I, in Michigan, in Florida, thirty-five percent in Florida. So uh, there are a lot Texas, of people who saw New him Mexico, as Arizona. People were tired of the system, and they chose to overlook the exactly. things that would otherwise there, be abhorrent because it doesn't directly affect them. My girlfriend, or maybe, or people, maybe they just look at the actual footage of what he said, and they realize maybe this is a little substance. bit overblown because. Maybe he didn't say Mexicans are criminals. He he's told he said Mexicans are rapists. He did Shaheen? not say that, Jen. That's the problem in our country because you are only you are guilty of the exact same thing. I didn't want to talk about this, but you oh, are guilty go. of of the exact same thing that you're accusing the other side to be guilty of. You are only talking to the people who agree with you. I know. I know. I know. And, and you, I know, Shaheen. You, you, I, ba- I battle You're inside this. This, this, this echo chamber that, that makes you think that your assessments are so obvious that anyone who disagrees with you must either be utterly stupid or, or they must be ignorant of some fundamental facts or they must be evil. And yeah, that's a no, very bad I, place I to be in. I agree Every with time you, you find yourself there. in that place... I think that's the moment to take a step back and start to think, maybe that's not the case. Maybe there is something I'm missing. Maybe they have some reason, some argument for their position that I'm not listening to. Maybe I should listen to what they have to say. So here's the deal, Shaheen. The the argument that that makes the most sense to me is that that people who voted for Trump were voting against the Washington establishment. The whole drain the swamp argument um i i don't think that is going to be a reality in the trump but that's a separate uh, issue administration that's a separate issue but the thing that bothers me the most is is that even though you say you're not a racist okay and you voted for trump because you wanted change you wanted something different than the political establishment you were implicitly tacit in your approval of his message towards minorities, towards religious minorities, towards homosexuals, and towards women. And to me, that it, all of his attitudes towards anyone who is different from a white male is a deal breaker for me, right? Um, I, I, could not, I could not get with that. I, I want to break the... Uh, you know, I want to be with Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and these people who want to break the chain of power within Washington. We need to break from the uh, the lobbyists well, and all Bernie that shit. Bernie wasn't doing so hot with the minorities either. 
Yeah, he wasn't doing them so hot with the minorities, but guess what? He was doing really great in the primaries with the folks that voted against Hillary Clinton. Um, because he spoke to the, the blue collar working class folks in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. He made some very good points there. Um, guys, we're turning into a political podcast. Yeah, we're like, like, we might need guys, to get, if, get back on. Yeah. If you have a liberal slant and you want to listen to a great political podcast that is going to be the echo chamber you're looking for, listen to the ringers, uh, the 1600. <laughs> That'll be perfect for you. But let's get back to, I mean, it, it's almost like we could not avoid this subject because of the things that we were talking about, the themes that we were touching on. Um, within the hundred, but I want to get back to Joe's themes because I think they're really important about the, the gender, like just kind of breaking, shattering the gender expectations and the roles within the hundred. So Joe, after, <laughs> after all like this, 30 minutes, bring it, bring it home. after 30 minutes, like, <laughs> dude, like in case you haven't guessed my political slant, I'm fucking Democrat, but like. Obviously not happy with Clinton, not ha but I oppose Trump to my core and I fear for folks that, that aren't white males in this country. So stay strong. <laughs> and for the co conservatives out there who are like, you're an asshole, Jen and Joe. Sorry guys. Um, I think you're in the same position as every time, like if, if Bernie had gotten elected, there would be conservatives saying, oh my God, this is going to be oh, Stalin now. This God, is going to be Soviet Russia, man. Bernie I'm, bros, I'm moving Bernie, to Mexico. Bernie bros and gals out there, the oppo research against Bernie was damning. If you think Bernie would have gotten elected, the oppo research was really, really damning What's against him. What's so oppo research? Opposition research. So like uh, a political candidate who does opposition research against their opponent. There was some shit out there, guys, that was inflammatory. If you want, like socialism is a bad word in this country. And Bernie would have gotten fucking burned, guys. So don't, don't be, don't, be, if you're a Bernie bro or gal, don't be, uh, uh, like faking yourself into thinking he would have had a chance because there was some bad stuff out there about him. He wasn't the perfect candidate either. Nobody, nobody in Washington is. I'd be the perfect candidate. I'd be like puppies once a week everywhere. Is, is this your, is, if are you declaring for 2020? There's a question. <laughs> like, are, Jen, is this the moment that Jen has declared herself uh, running? Should we start our super PAC? Guys. Puppies, tw like once a week. How does that lose? Uh, what Everybody. about what about so, wait wait wait? What about the cat people, Jen? What about the cat people? Look, um, when a dog looks at you and you look at it, oxytocin is you is have made me into a Trump supporter just by poo pooing on my love of cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. Joe. Let's get back to your theme because I think it's super important. Um, so where did I leave off? I think I talked about, like, Abby and Kane. Who fucking knows? And Jaha. Yeah, you're, you talked about, like, like, um, STEM and shit like that with Raven. Yeah, I, I think, I think this also gets into, and again, without getting into romantic Bellamy and Clark, but the fact that their yeah. platonic thus far, um, 
relationship uh, subverts the sort of expectation norms of lead boy and lead girl getting together. Um, And again, like this is one of the reasons why I hope that Bellamy and Clark don't make it romantic, not just the least of which that I was a Klexa shipper, but I think that to have them get together sort of (sighs) nullifies this great relationship of respect and like sort of giving each other strength without having to go down that very typical route. And so, um, Joe, so your typical route thing, Uh it's so alive on TV right now. Jesus Christ. And it seems like we're almost conditioned to accept. I was waiting for them to get together in season one. And when they didn't, I was like, what? This show is good. Yeah, men and women who like penis and vagina. Is that how it works? Two leads getting together. It needs to happen. This is something that is just like built into our expectations. So let's break out of those. It's happening so much on TV that when I see um, platonic relationships, such as uh, Grey's Anatomy be- between Meredith and uh, Al, uh, what's his name? Mm, Alex. I don't watch that shit. Um, between Dutch and Johnny, um, but on elementary, uh, uh, Dutch and Johnny on Killjoys, guys watch it. Dutch, uh, um, Sherlock so and Watson and on and elementary. Sherlock on watching on elementary, which is fantastic. I mean, it's a procedural, but their relationship is great. We don't see platonic relationships between men and women because society and media and whatever tells us. If you have a penis and you're a lead on a show and you have a vagina and you're in a lead on a show, you have to be romantically involved. That's what's happening on pitch right now. And there are a lot of people who are like, oh, my God, I want this so much. I'm like, why are you are you told by society that you should expect this? I feel like I I wish the actual society was more like that, too. I wish like I like I have gal pals. I was really hoping that you'd say gal pals. I have geek girl slash do you guys do you guys go get pumpkin not... spice lattes together? <laughs> do you wear I have never shiny? had that, and it doesn't sound. Good. <laughs> um, Shaheen just lost the white woman vote. Shaheen gets my vote twenty four seven. I have girl slash friends who are not girlfriends, uh-huh. and. It's fine. I like hanging yeah. out with them. But there's something like it's so hard to find people who genuinely feel okay with that. I, I mean, feel like everyone like, expects something to happen. And I'm like everyone expects sex to happen, Shaheen. I'm like I don't. Most of my friends are guys, Shaheen. I'm get like, off my be- stuff. I just want to hang out. Yeah, most of my interests <laughs> skew male oriented. So gaming. Magic the Gathering, video gaming, a lot of my interests, I'm a tomboy at heart. So a lot of yeah. my interests skew towards guy shit. I have a lot of guy friends and I value those friendships so much. Yeah. But it's like society is always saying you have to pair up if you're a man and a, f- and, and a woman. Yeah. So that negates these platonic relationships. It negates gay relationships. It, it's like... That's why I value shows like Killjoys, um, Elementary, and I hate to say it, but Grey's Anatomy is doing great work with Meredith and Alex so much that they're anathemas to what we expect to see in our entertainment. 
And I, Joe, to your point, I hope that the hundred doesn't kind of. I I don't see Bellamy and and Clark as this romantic, great romantic. I can thing. totally see like they could absolutely take it that way, and it would be believable because they've definitely laid the groundwork of trust and blah blah blah. Like yeah, I don't think that if they did it, that it wouldn't be well done and earned. But can it just not? Well, but uh, if it happens in season four, oh, though, no, I don't think No, it really shouldn't be in season four. But, like, if it were to happen, you know, eventually, like, I understand that it would, quote, unquote, make sense in the world that they're in. But at the same time, in terms yeah. of, like, the narrative and sort of the, the subverting of roles that this show has been very conscious of, to have them get together would be just such a fucking cop-out. Like... It's so it's so expected. I mean, they have laid, laid the groundwork, but do you guys do you guys discount the show at all for kind of hinting towards this? Um, I mean, I can I can understand people who ship them what they see in those scenes. I don't read them that way. I still read it as why can't they just be friends who feel that closely? Why can they not just be Harry and Hermione? Like Again, but Joe, again, I go to, is this society's setting of expectations where men and women are just like, oh, well, this, of course, needs to happen. Well, I think that, I mean, there is going to be some kind of sexual attraction between them. If they're if the two, if the heterosexual man, heterosexual woman or bisexual woman. Why? Um, why? Just because, because Bellamy is I mean, it's likely to happen, but it doesn't mean that they can't be platonic friends or they can't just hang out. It just, I just think it's also kind of um, dishonest to say that, especially for, I, I think this is asymmetric with respect to guys and girls. Yeah. Um, I mean, data, show, data shows that it is. I don't know if it's what the cause of it is, but. Uh, I feel like, especially for guys, if you ask them, um, do you feel any sort of attraction towards your um, girl slash friends who are not girlfriends? Um, most guys say yes. And I think that's okay. That's natural. Doesn't mean that anything has to happen. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I find some of my guy friends attractive. I have a, a, a bodybuilder friend mm. who I think is gorgeous, but... Yeah. That's just like an aesthetic thing. I don't say, oh, I need to have sex with him. Yeah. Have you so tried saying that, that and be... did it not go well? <laughs> He's in a re- I, I've been friends with him for over 20 years. I mean, um, I think my brother is probably but more do you, do you think that some of your interactions <laughs> with him? Wait, what? Do you, do you, do oh, you we think flirt that with each of... other all the time. Okay, we, so there you go. So we some flirt of your with each other with all him. the time, and he is in a relationship with a woman. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, it, so it's just like so- that's kind of our understanding with one another. From the point of view of someone looking from outside, they would say that you have a chemistry. So then they're like, uh, we, maybe something will happen. We do have but- a chemistry, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be sexual. And that's like, yeah. you can have chemistry with people. There's like... There's a shit ton of people on the hundred that have chemistry with uh, with with each other. They don't have to. Here's, fucking here's sleep a together. weird thing. I feel like everyone has chemistry with Murphy. Like I feel like Murphy in a scene. He's like 
Like, yeah. everyone kind of has chemistry. And, like, honestly, it's like, weird. I would ship him with almost anyone on the show. But maybe that's just my love of Murphy. Um, but that's why you have bro TPs with that dude. That's why I think, like, Murphy and Clark are so great. Like, he's, like, he's well-written and he's so well-acted that you're, like... Well, I, I want everyone to be with him. not have chemistry with him? I would... With sexually? I mean... I feel like Murphy's had a kind of hard I'll time. Get, like, I feel like maybe Murphy needs to just, like... Dude, I'll, I'll get into it. I'll... I mean, I won't find that hard to do. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. All right, so back moving on. on. Back moving on. Now what that we've, like, gotten weird into Jen's sexuality. So, all right, guys. So, guys, I have to alert y'all. I have moved... <laughs> I've killed a bottle of Bell. Oh, we've moved on to other scotch? I've moved to... To Balvany, um Caribbean cask, a uh, 14-year expression. That's, that's all just a bunch is, of made-up uh, goddamn Balvenie words. is one of my favorites. <laughs> like, this is like reading the back of a um, shampoo bottle promising me, like, luxurious shine and whatever. Like, it's all fucking garbage. Don't even mention shampoo because you don't want to get into a 30-minute discussion. I don't. About I really don't. Um, uh-huh. But if we're moving on from dynamics... Yes, we and we were talking about like yeah, the feelings are. that people have between one another. Um, I think another really interesting thing that the that the show does, and for better or worse, I guess, is yeah. the way that um, the show treats male and female emotions on the show. Um, mm-hmm. There are very obvious instances where women on the show are not allowed are not being given the space, whether through writing or circumstantial stuff, like just they don't get to grieve um, openly and in the same way as some of the male characters do, which on the one hand, it's different for the women not to do that. And of course, it's very interesting and very noticeable to see like men grieving and showing pain and emotion and crying on this show. I think that's a really great thing that it does. And I wonder in some ways if the show didn't overcorrect in a, in, in a certain way to like sort of make Mm -hmm. the women not able to show emotions in scenes where you'd really kind of expect it. Like, so we have Clark, for example, um, when she, after she killed Finn, um, she had to she had to stop crying and pull her shit together before she met with Lexa. And like on the one hand, I can yeah, I can totally to understand out. that you know she is the leader. She has to like separate her feelings from her duty at that point. Like just as Lexa said, she had to separate mm-hmm. her feelings from duty when she accepted uh, Asgeta into the into the coalition. Um, that said, you know we don't get to see Clark really grieve for Lexa openly with everyone else. She's you know when she talks with Bellamy after Bellamy has his fight with Octavia and Bellamy's kind of crying about it and like kind of making it all all about himself when it's kind of is his fault but whatever um yeah, but whatever. whatever um you know hand was crying um and then in season one episode 13 when he's telling octavia to leave leave with lincoln he's crying and when he talks to kane about quitting the guard after asgeta blows up mount weather he's crying um and then you have murphy um crying about his shitty life in the dropship with raven and and when he like went crazy in the bunker, like the guys are allowed these like big emotional like sweeps, yeah. which that's great. I think it's so important because it's fine if you need to cry, just fucking cry. Like it's not it's not that men don't have feelings. It's societal conditioning yeah. that says you shouldn't cry. It shows weakness. But then you have somebody like Octavia. Should- 
who didn't even cry really. Like her eyes watered when she watched Lincoln get executed. And then you just saw her face transform and like into rage. And I think it was, it was great. It was beautifully acted by Marie and she kind of loses her shit at Bellamy and like kind of gets into that rage, but they didn't give her this sort of like wailing widow moment, you know? Um, Mm-hmm. When she watched, you know, so, the love of her life be shot in the fucking head. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So let me let me make a okay. distinction here. Um, there are feminists who would call that um, what what is the term? I don't know, Joe. Um, man. Oh, man pain. Man, man pain. pain. So if you were a true feminist, you don't discount male pain, right? Man pain is used to describe something that is used to, you take the female's pain to advance the male's story, right? Um, but if, if a guy is crying because he's genuinely sad about someone's passing or, or a circumstance that is difficult for them, don't fucking say, oh, it's just man pain. It, you are discounting a male's reaction to a situation because um, it, it, you're just being an idiot at that point. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it. Well, I don't. I don't like neo-feminism. I balk against it. I think everyone should be equal. And when you discount a male's pain and calling, oh, it's man pain, um, you're a fucking jerk. It's about um, equality, right? Um, and I think I have been called out, rightfully so, about my reaction to Clark's um, inability to express her, express her um, her grief in season three. Some people are like, "Well, why can't that be a show of strength? Why does she have to?" Uh, meet a stereotypical reaction to Lex's death. And, uh, you know, thanks, guys. Thanks for calling me out on that. Thanks for questioning me on that because that made me reconsider her reaction. And I think her reaction is more... I think my criticism is more a reaction, and we've. I think all three of us have had this thing where... Why can't anyone just communicate what they're thinking or feeling on the show to uh, leap over the difficulty with some of the shit that's going on? Just have a fucking um, conversation. Have a fucking conversation. Are you, can I ask you something, Shahi? Um, are uh, are sure, you like but... a feel your feelings crier? Like, do you? <laughs> I would love to see. Shahi that's a terrible thing to say, Jack. I will go. <laughs> Record and saying I would love to shut see Shahin cry. Uh, I think that's the most transparent Jenna's ever been about. Her <laughs> I would love to see Shaheen in pain. <laughs> no, I, mean- I personally I can't. For some reason, I can't cry, oh. or I I can cry, but it just doesn't really happen. Very is it often. more and in response to like watching cry. media, or is it more in response <laughs> to like real life things? Uh, both. I think, but, but uh, yeah, both. But uh, I mean, I, I kind of teared up when, uh, for example, speaking of the hundred, uh, when uh, Lincoln turned himself in oh. or uh, 
I teared up when Lexa died, or I might have cried when Lexa died. So, um, but like, it doesn't happen that I was super stoned. Caveat, guys, I wasn't sober. I wasn't in my own real hard life, you know, mental space. You, you're. But it all it doesn't happen very often uh, that I cry, and sometimes I feel like I genuinely I really want to cry right now, and it just helps, or it would feel good if I could cry, yeah. and I just fucking can't do it. Um, but that being said, uh, I do show emotions, and I oh you do I deeply despise when people, men and women just act to a man showing emotions or crying um like it's icky um i it that generally bothers me and it's happened to me personally i've been in a relationship where like she was allowed to break down and cry and then as soon as i showed any sort of vulnerability it was it counted against Hmm. me um and the only so yeah i i'm definitely with you on that that, Shaheen, I, um, I want to hug you first, but 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 you should uh, cry a little bit first so that you, know, you earn that hug. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, you need to cry a little bit. Okay. I mean, uh, that, I mean that's fucked up. Like that is a fucked I up can thing. Pinch, pinch myself. It, it, it is <laughs> fucked up. Like men have to be strong, yeah. and women have to be vulnerable. It's like uh, we all share some of the same shit. That's why, to me, equality is really important. I mean, there are obvious differences between the genders. I mean, women do happen to be, seem to be more emotional than men. And I don't know how much of this is like societal um, conditioning versus nature versus nature. You're telling me that it's society that has told me that I want ice cream and chocolate when I'm on my period? Like, is that that really a thing that I'm actually (laughs) craving? Or is it just like, Joe, Joe. Joe, that's natural. <laughs> that is ice cream that's and chocolate when you're encoded. on your period. Like, it's in my DNA. Yeah. Like there's somewhere in there that says like. Yeah. In the Homo sapiens DNA, there's like a part that says chocolate ice cream. No, I mean cream. that's. What about nachos, Joe, when you're on your period? Like, like, like meat, cheese, like melted cheese, meat. So it's like, a, it's like, it's, it's a false hangover is what you're telling me. My body has gone into like, I'm really hungover. Like, give me all the garbage food. What? When I have a hangover, James Coney Island. Enough said. Wait, what the f- takes James Coney Island? What? Uh, trashy hot dogs with chili and cheese and f- and like chili cheese tater tots. <sighs> like all the grease all and in my fat mouth. you could. <laughs> but it it takes care of your hangover. So w- would you rather like have that in your tummy or your headache I mean, gone? I guess. All right. But I mean, I, I, going back <laughs> to the hundred and gender roles. Um, can I say one more thing about men? Uh, of course you can. Of course. This emotions. is, this is your arena, Shaheen. Um, if if you're you a resident cry man right now, Shaheen, <laughs> cry right now. I will like PayPal you $10. <laughs> I like that you pause. You're like, how uh, much money? $10. I'll, I'll, I'll spare $10 for Shaheen's tears. <laughs> That's not even worth it. Um, <laughs> $10, dude! That's like... That's like I just a told you how, I just cup. told you how rare my tears are, and you you just... You know, you can pay $10 for them? That's it. Dude, they're not like unicorns. Apparently, they almost are. Anyway, you were going to say Shaheen. <laughs> yeah, um, and this is my 
Iranian contribution now that we're talking about that. Um, the one thing that I noticed when I moved to the U.S. was that um, it's so much more awkward or just, I don't know, just like unusual for two men to interact, uh, especially like if it involves physical touch. Yay! Um, and it's pretty insane. I mean, Dude. it's, it's, I don't think it's, it seems pretty unhealthy to me. Like I, like I come from a place where it's by most standards, you know, by most criteria, it's a much more, um, whatever you want to call it, traditional yeah. society where a lot of things aren't okay, but men, touching or holding hands or kissing on the face well it's the same it's the same when i lived Um, in thailand you would see men walking holding hands or like if they're sitting next to each other you you know one hand would be on the other guy's knee or something and it's yeah are you serious and not even like oh they're gay or whatever it's just no it was anti-pda like like straight couples you shouldn't be showing pda in public you wouldn't see a man and a woman holding hands but you'll see two male friends well platonic platonic relationships relationships, really public affection like an arm around somebody else or like like things that we would interpret as like flirting or relationships are very platonic there yeah yeah Interesting. But like here, you know, oh, that, that shit's gay. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, they don't seem to think so. Here, like, I mean, it, you start hanging out a little too much and people start saying shit. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the thing is like everyone just kind of make us, makes assumptions about I mean, about you give one else. fucking bro like, job oh. and, you know. <laughs> you just suck so many. One guy sucks another guy's dick. He's only got gay. Why can't man. we just be friends? God. <laughs> Why do you have to complicate things? I don't like labels. I, I I think I think the real lesson here is that it's not black and white. It's a lot hmm. of gray. Fifty shades of them? A lot of gray. Well, I, I wouldn't say that much. Um like to me, it's like you if you want to put yourself, if you want to like file yourself away in a file cabinet, and I am, I am this person. You need to maybe reexamine and reassess who you are. It's not that simple. It's not well, black so and white. What, what about so like getting back, getting back to my discussion questions? What a what about <laughs> their society? Do we think brought the men up to like really sort of feel their feels? It, you know, on the hundred. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's ever addressed. I don't know if it's just like maybe the proliferation of a lot of female and maybe um, very woke male writers on the the staff that did that. Not woke enough. I don't know. Like, was do you think maybe there was a like a directive from Jason or somebody on the staff that said, Are this you shit does in the world this... or out? I, I think he, she's asking. I think Joe is asking in world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's weird because. Maybe it's because all the of... women are mass murderers. <laughs> 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 They're 
there's a lot we have of role w- reversals <laughs> here. Like they're not actually feeling their feelings. <laughs> We've just changed what female and male. They just delegated yeah. all the feelings to the men. They're like, just you go feel. You, you go have feelings now. I I, let me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ki- kill 300 people. You. You go, go have a good cry. <laughs> see how you feel about that. <laughs> There's a lot of women on the writing staff, and I feel that kind of informs the worldview. There's also, like, Aaron Ginsberg is one of the writers, and I feel like he is one of the most sensitive and nicest guys on the staff. And I think maybe he informs that as well. I mean, so, I mean, say what you will about their decisions about some certain tropes. And 307 is one of them, obviously. They thought they could elevate themselves out of. Um, I think the dudes feeling their feelings is something very important that they've done on this show. It's it is very very important in that we we can't discount we can't say that oh, because it doesn't Bellamy, they it never oh, weakens those his characters. feelings it never at no point in their in their crying or feeling their feels do you yeah f- do they present that as in any way weakening of that character at least in terms of the men like they're very yeah. conscious about that and and people have challenged me that like i obviously guys i've i've expressed that i've taken issue with clark's expression of her grief of lisa uh, of lex's death um in season three she hasn't been able to really express that as much as perhaps bellamy or jasper has but people challenge me. They're like, why do you expect her to fall into certain female tropes? I'm like, Is oh, that universally right. like uh can we pause on that and compare that to some other characters? Because I always wonder, um, other than Jasper, who was like grieving for the entire season, um who else has lost like a a partner? Raven? Uh, Bellamy, so, she was yeah, real. Raven lost. <laughs> Raven lost. Uh, Finn. Finn. And she she didn't really talk about it. No, but like she like screamed Clark. and was sobbing like when it happened. So at least there was like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Clark <laughs> cried plenty on the sure. spot when Lexa was dying. Yeah, but 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 nobody punctuated that scene like Raven. Like her, her cries, um, her cries were like the the whole background of that whole scene. She affected me more than Clark at that point in time. And yeah, Clark, Cly. Uh-huh. And then there's Bellamy. Do we think Bellamy grieved? Grieved too. For Gina, For Gina she she was she, well, was, she was real, real guys. She was real, like she existed. <laughs> okay, so at some point they, in time, all you want is like one dialogue where clark says something about lexa i want her to acknowledge that she was in a relationship with her and that it was very important to the people who are also important Uh to her exactly exactly joe exactly i feel like they all everybody knows no i no how does anyone know that like Bellamy, I mean, like, I, I realize like that we haven't seen her explain that to anyone on screen, but I, I feel like everyone knows that. I think Raven <laughs> gets it. I think maybe Jasper. Luna I'm gets it. Sure. But everybody That's else. That's interesting. I assumed everybody. Yeah, Luna gets it. I, I assume Bellamy No, I don't think knows. anyone knows. 
I think that's how your, do we, I how think do we confirm your, this? I think that's your male privilege. <laughs> I'm saying how is it male joke, male privilege to assume that uh, lesbian couple? That is a joke. <laughs> how it's like the opposite. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I'm I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, Bellamy looks at looks at Clark when she's looking at the um, flame and all emotional, and it's his look they, looks like he understands what's going on. He no, I mean nobody really seems to understand in that scene except for maybe Jasper, and you could you could interpret that scene in different ways. There's that's my problem with season three. Like nobody has a fucking conversation. Like Clark doesn't say, "I was in love with Lexa. Lexa died because of bad decisions that were made in Arcadia and other you know other circumstances." She never says that. And that's what I hope is addressed in season four. I, I don't think you can take that as a given, Shaheen. I mean, it would be nice. I, it's interesting. I don't know. I feel like uh, ever since season two, everyone knew <laughs> <laughs> that something was going on between the two. What, um, where they everyone watching has like CW? massive gaydar on the show. They're like, so who's Clark fucking now? So, so. I mean, well, Clark yeah, clearly cared soon. about, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but again, Shaheen, to your point that you've made several times, we've got that kind of omniscient point of view as the audience, but yeah. people like Bellamy, Jasper, Raven, blah, 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 they don't see the relationship that was there. And again, I hope and that was... don't the other characters, like at this point, we don't know if the other characters four. even know that Clark is bisexual. Like the assumption is she sleeps with Finn. Why would I exactly. have any other yeah. reason to think that you <clears throat> like women? You know? Like again, when, but, when but it doesn't seem Murphy like it's that important. Murphy got it. When Murphy, Murphy, said, Murphy was there. He her. got it. Murphy yeah, was in the Murphy room. Murphy was there. He got it. And that's... Yeah, that's yeah. why I hope we I don't see know. a lot I, of I've always operated on the assumption that everyone knows about this, but um, I realize we haven't seen it been, we haven't seen it be uh, pronounced yeah. on the screen. So. Well, we, we've got to start wrapping this up because this is like, I don't know, there six about. hours? <laughs> Considering there, we all about. sort of half-assed our homework, um, it's kind of impressive. It is kind of impressive, but I'm so drunk. Fucking wasted. <laughs> you want me to wrap point? it up? <laughs> no, I'll wrap it up. So, um, in our next um, episode, we're going to be talking about characters. Maybe ones that we haven't um, talked so about as much. Ex- exactly. So we've we've really concentrated on some specific characters um, throughout. Hey, our what about podcast, Octavia? Maybe. Yeah. What about What's Octavia? What's she been up to? Um. So. Yeah, just like murdery stuff. Um, also, face paint morning. and baseball slides. Oh my god, that was oh. I may or may not. Let's. We don't need to hear about your private really, time really. again, Jen. We get it. We get it. <laughs> Jen has sex with herself. We get it. <laughs> sex with herself. <laughs> so next week or ne- not next week whenever we get around to recording again uh we'll be covering character arcs. yeah we're going to be talking um, about yeah characters so uh that will be uh character arcs throughout all three seasons um so let's move on to tv shows we we what recommend. are you watching shaheen so Joe, no i want to find out what shaheen's watching 
Oh, Shaheen, he's going to be watching nothing. You know what Are I'm watching. Are we still watching Harmontown? Harmon, God damn Harman it, Quest. I was Harmontown. Expanded Universe, Harman dude. Town. What is that? Expanded fucking universe. Just, um, just some scenes that weren't there before. Oh, okay. From Harmon okay. Quest. Oh, okay. Are Harman you Quest, watching okay. uh, Planet Earth 2? Is hilarious. anyone watching that? No, nobody has time for that fucking it's natural so good. shit. It's so amazing. Everyone, please watch that if you can. Like, I mean, I, I think everyone's seen the iguana. I know, versus, and it's amazing. Like, snakes. David thing. Attenborough is a goddamn treasure. All right. Okay. Um. So, what are you what are you watching? Um. Joe? Well, you already listed you're the worst on the on the run sheet, which I told you to watch. So I will talk about. Uh. We're oddly. Yes, you and Bob's told me to watch. Have you caught up to the season finale, season three finale? Uh, no, we might be one episode behind. I need to get caught up. Is it good? Dude. Okay, listeners, it's oh, no. devastating. Like, this is a it's sitcom. It's not a sitcom, though. It gets sitcom dark. It's fucking and sad. devastating. It'll punch you in the guts or in the penis or the vagina. It is, it is a really good show. Thanks, guys, uh, Joe and, and and Bubbles Love for suggesting it. But it is like the first the guys. first few episodes. Oh, you're like, it. this is hilarious about terrible people, and then suddenly, at some point, they just kind of were like tackling really dark, terrible, real issues. Yeah, um, like PTSD, depression. Like it'll punch you in the gut, but yeah, it's it's, it's very well watch, handled. So. But but on a lighter note, yeah. we are actually yeah. also watching uh, Jane the Virgin on Netflix, uh, which is yeah, it's it, it's it's hokey and silly, and it's basically like a really high production value telenovela in itself, which is kind of very self referential because the idea yeah. is that it is centered around these sort of uh, Latina women, and one of them. Uh, was in a relationship with a guy who ended up becoming a telenovela star. And like, it's all very um, sort of manufactured circumstances. But that said, it's it's very sweet and well done. And it handles this sort of aspect of like magical realism um, very well. Like they have like a narrator Ooh. on the show and like there's like text that gets typed up on the screen that sort of is sort of the the thoughts that the narrator has about the scene i don't know how to describe it. It, it it's it's cute it's funny it's like not the best show that i have ever seen but like when you sort of step back and accept it for what it's trying to do it does it very well yeah okay that's that i have to catch up with that um listeners if you're not watching yeah, westworld fuck? i will kick you in the jimmy I, like how should why don't you give him your this? hbo Just go password like other... <laughs> fuck that shit um but you need to be watching westworld it's if you're so not, good fuck it's you. so good or they're just fucking so with good. us and it's gonna be terrible all right guys yeah exactly so all right guys um thank you for listening find us on social media at may we geek again on twitter and facebook and Till next time, guys. May we geek again. Okay, bye. Take it easy, guys. Bye.